What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bias Aside, the podcast about all things NBA. I'm Nige Turner. With me, as always, we got Jeff. Jeff with a tan. Jeff with a tan. And we got JD uh, looking the same. Yep. No change for me. Looking good. (laughs) I was looking good before the trip. I look good after the trip. No change for me. What's up? Facts, facts, facts. So, uh, what what has uh, everybody been up to? Huh? Oh, what you guys have uh, been uh, doing lately. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys in a while. <laughs> we became the boat boys last week and yeah. had to take a little vacation. <laughs> Bias sure aside, took Bias aside on the road. Yeah. Who wants to break it down? What did we um, do? You break it out. You go ahead and break it out, Jeff. We uh, we went on a cruise and we visited a few islands while we did it. Uh, we visited Haiti and then Aruba, Curacao, and then made our way back to good old Fort Lauderdale. But the most important thing that happened on that boat that most people will not remember is the three-on-three basketball tournament that JD won. <laughs> Specifically, I said JD, along with my boys Mikey and Katai. All right, we 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 smacked the whole boat. All right, it wasn't even close. Everywhere I went from that week on, they were yelling my name. Oh, there goes JD. Oh, he's. They were putting me in their top tens. You know, it was it was uh with the, with the medals. They had me above Kareem. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they had you above Kareem. <laughs> well, that means you'd be above LeBron too. Yeah. Hey. Ah. I was, I was, I was on your list. That's true. Not on my list, but it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Nah, it was a good yeah, week. No, we had a good time. We had a really good time. Jeff uh, surprised us with a little gift. Uh, if you see it around town, you see it. You know, I mean, we don't, don't got to jump into it, but Jeff, Jeff got us right. That's all I'm gonna say. He Jeff sure did. Right. Oh, Coming also, soon. shout Coming out soon. to Jeff. Jeff is the reason. Last night, I got to go to the Garden and watch uh, the Cavs play the Knicks in the Garden. I always forget how great the Garden is. It's not just a game. It's a whole scene. It's a whole movie when you go in there. The crowd's better. The lights are better. The floor's better. The dancers are better. The rims are better. The co- Everything's better. <laughs> I don't want to go to another Hornets game after going to the next game. It was it was live. Everything, everything but the team. Yes. But uh, shout out to Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> that was a Knicks shot. I don't even... <laughs> See, this is Jeff. Jeff is rubbing up on me, bro. Jeff is rubbing off on me. I, I, mean, I spent too much time with the with the hater last uh, last week. I'm not a I'm not a Knicks hater. You would have made that joke regardless. <laughs> Let's be honest, and it's, it's easy to make no, uh, jokes about the Knicks. It is, even though um, Julius Randle hit like nine threes, and uh, it was it was hurtful. We definitely lost by like two points. What do you think about that last play? Did you think uh, Donovan Mitchell got fouled? I didn't see the foul because it was so crowded when he went down. You couldn't see. Uh, I was actually more worried at the end because it took him forever to get up. And I was like, oh, I thought he had injured his groin again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was pretty good tonight. It's a lot of good. It was a lot of good games last night. A lot of good games tonight, though. So I've been trying to pay attention to all of them. I know the. Uh, I'm very interested to see the Lakers play the Spurs tonight. They should smack them. But with that new addition, uh, Rui Hachimori. Coming to the Lakers, Good old Rui. Good yes. Old Rui. How do you guys feel about that trade? I'm just gonna ask you. I I want to get into it, but I think there isn't. Uh, 
another bit of Lakers news that I really wanted to talk about first. Oh no. Um we missed the uh the Shannon Sharp uh showing oh. at the Laker game. <laughs> we did it we didn't get to talk about that. So so thoughts on uh thoughts on Uncle Shannon. Uh I like I like the trash talk, <laughs> but I think it did go a little overboard. Just mm. a little bit. Um but I mean, hey, it's it's entertainment, right? So we talked about it, and it it was. You thought Shannon was doing a little too much. Um, I thought they both were. Like, we didn't have mm. to clear benches or you know, like everyone on the court. It's not that serious. It's really not All right. Not for a not for a pedestrian. But it was entertaining. Oh yeah, no, Dylan Brooks calling <laughs> a Shannon Sharp a pedestrian is crazy. No, I, that is wild. I I don't think that that wasn't even the best part. The best part is. They walked him to the tunnel. He did an interview, an ESPN interview, and said, he said, John don't want that smoke. Dylan don't want that smoke. <laughs> he said, T. Morant, which is John Morant's father, said he definitely don't want that smoke. And then he walked back into the arena and sat back down. And then at the end of the game was pointing when Dylan Brooks was out of bounds. I thought that was exceptional entertainment that was so stinking funny and i love shannon sharp for that that was hilarious i wish he didn't apologize the next day i know why he did he you know where he works but it was so entertaining i thought it was just great i mean they dabbed it up at the end of the game i thought that was cool um they showed like a ton of videos of t uh t morant you know jaw's father and shannon uh dapping it up and, and hugging and stuff like after the game so I thought it was cool. I thought, you know, it's a it's an intense sport. Like people get really passionate, whether you're fans, whether you're players, um, whether you're media, all that. Like so yeah, no, I I liked it. I um I thought it was entertaining. And I don't think it went I don't I didn't think it went too far. I I, just, I thought it was all love. I just think for me, like if I'm the NBA, I'm kinda like sure this was entertaining, it was a moment, but I don't want this to become a thing. Yeah. Like I don't want other yeah. celebrities to think they can get away with this, or we just we you see Drake doing this next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I think that's I think that's maybe what they told Shannon Sharp. Like, look, we love you. Just we're gonna let you back in, but this cannot happen again. Yeah, I so agree. I, but it was still hilarious. Like, no, yeah, I'm, a even LeBron percent. LeBron posting Shannon Sharp on his Instagram. That was hilarious. I, it, the whole situation was just funny to me. I loved it. I saw. Uh, I saw they were like, because uh, you know that picture that he posted of him looking back. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. Someone was like, named this album, <laughs> and someone. Someone said it was called uh, No Skips. <laughs> no skips. <laughs> I think what was really funny is the the comment sections were saying, um, "Who would win between Dylan Brooks and Shannon Sharp?" And most people were really like. Shannon Sharp, you do not want that smoke with Shannon Sharp. He may be, I guess he's in his 40s now or his 50s. They're like, but you don't want that Shannon Sharp smoke. It's not working for you. Yeah, he's in great shape. He's not uh, yeah. Dylan Brooks. He's not a pedestrian, by the way. Uh, he's <laughs> that, far, that is, he's yeah, far more accomplished than you are, my brother. So, If Shannon Sharp is a pedestrian, then then who is Dylan Brooks? Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. So... Going from that Lakers news to to Rui, uh, how do you guys feel about the trade? I'll start off. I'll say I love the trade. I I'm not saying it makes them a contending piece, 
But it is, I think, a great move. Uh, who needs those second-round picks? They were guard-heavy. Everyone knows they have too many guards on the Lakers. Kendrick Nunn wasn't really getting any minutes unless um, he had a little bit because Reeves has been injured and Walker's out, but they're coming back. So I'm a lo- I am love to see this lineup. But what's crazy is the Lakers are really only like two or three games out of the fifth seed, I believe. So you're going to have a lineup with Dennis. Is, he's averaging 15 to 20. You have LeBron next to Rui, who is 6'9", next to 80. That's nice length. Uh, probably going to do good on the defensive end. And then you might have Lonnie Walker or Reeves at the two. That's good defensively. I'm liking that. Uh, Thomas Bryant, who I know you weren't a big fan of, Jeff, has, I think, has been the best back. Like, he, he, you could not have asked for more since AD left than what he's done. Um, I saw a thing the other day that since AD's been out, he's one of two players that has averaged over like 60% from three and like 45% from the field, him and Joker. So that's how good he's playing right now. So imagine when that whole team comes together. I don't think they're contending for a chip, but you never know. Honestly, they still have those two draft picks. Maybe with a move or two, they make it, they can go a little bit higher. But I definitely can see a world where they make the top six. There's a world if they remain healthy. The problem is I just don't know if AD is going to remain healthy. I think for me with the trade, <laughs> as as somebody who <laughs> as somebody who uh, likes Rui, um, I kind of came to the realization that I think I like him in theory. Like I think what I like his potential more than the actual player. So. Mm. I feel like he never really tapped into his potential in Washington. Like he wasn't even starting on the Wizards and the Wizards are the Wizards aren't very good. So that's not that's not something that like I'm excited about. Um but Rui's potential on the Lakers is a good thing. He doesn't help their shooting at all. Wait, that's not true. That's not true. I, I saw his numbers from the corner, which are which are good, but I think overall he he just does he doesn't help their shooting. I think you I think you make a valid argument that he's not starting in Washington. It's only two reasons for that. One, Kyle Kuzma obviously playing great right now. He's about to get the bag, so he's getting. I think he's going to get north of ninety to a hundred million dollars, if not more, because they traded Rui, right? But also the <laughs> only problem. I or the only thing that scares me with this trade is that Rui has been injury prone. That's what opened the door to Kyle getting all those minutes. But he right. is a he's really good in catch and shoot threes. So in a world where LeBron is a ball handler, uh, Dennis is a ball handler, Russ is a ball handler, AD, uh, you know he's going to be a number one scoring option. I have no problem with somebody who can catch and shoot at forty percent from the corner. So. Actually, and I just want to say what's really funny is, too, is literally two years ago, Russell Westbrook, Thomas Bryant, Rui, and who's the who's the fourth one? Troy There's Brown. One more. Troy Brown Jr. They were all on the Wizards <laughs> mm-hmm. two years ago, and they've all made their way to the Lakers. So, the Los Angeles Wizards. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so no, I, I, I think it can work. No, I, I agree. It can work. Um, those those stats of his catch and shoot stats are very um, what's the word encouraging. Um, my only thing with that is 
Like, is that what we want Rui to be? Just like PJ Tucker? It's like a catch and shoot. He's not. He's not a great defender either. He can only. He's. He's a good defender on players who are like around his size, but like you don't want him to get switched out on the perimeter against somebody quicker or anything like that. So that's that's an issue too. Um, at the end of the day, it can't be any worse than what Kendrick Nunn was doing. So I feel like that makes it a good trade because uh, I think Rui's a better player and he can contribute more. Even like even if he doesn't fulfill what I think his potential is. It's probably still better than what Kendrick Nunn was doing. It's probably a better fit too. So, and so, so Jeffrey, you say like, do you think it changed much, or do you think it's kind of just like, okay, whatever, <laughs> or do you think it was like a like a drastic switch in like the in the Lakers playoff? They're slightly slightly better. Uh, I, I agree with JD. I can see them finishing top six, mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit higher with a if like AD can come back and like finish the season out. Um. I could see them finishing a little bit higher. Why not? I mean, the Kings are the third seed, so anything is possible. Yeah. The West is a lot more wide open than we expected. And and this Los Angeles Lakers team, other than last year, are competing really high. Like, they're not getting blown out. That's what's crazy to me. Even without AD, they're very rarely losing by, like, double digits. The only team they're really – they get spanked by every time is the Clippers. They cannot beat the Clippers. But everyone else – you know they came back from twenty five against the Blazers. They've had they beat the Memphis uh, Grizzlies who had won eleven straight. So now you're adding Rui and AD, and in a second they're gonna have Walker and they're gonna have um uh, Car- uh not Caruso. What's his uh what's his name on the Lakers? Um the shooting Reeves. Go- Reeves. So now that's Reeves. four major players like, coming back. Are we just going with? Yeah. <laughs> so. No, it's Reeves. So, <laughs> oh, let's see how I made that deduction. So, all four of them coming back. I there is a world where they they play really good. And honestly, I don't care who you are. You probably don't want to play the Lakers in the playoffs, other than if you're the Clippers. You probably really don't because even the different Nuggets who are number one, he uh, Joker has a hard time against AD. So they'll be scary. We'll see what happens. But I really do like the move. Yeah, I think the Lakers is the only thing that worries me about them is the if factor. Like they have a lot of ifs and that just doesn't make me confident. Like if I knew if I knew I could get a healthy AD, I would feel a lot better. But it's like if uh, AD is healthy, if Rui uh, plays to his potential if uh, Patrick Beverly can start shooting again, I don't know what's going on, but he's like a, he was like a forty percent three point shooter his entire career. Now on the team where they need him to shoot the most, where they could use it the most, he's like terrible. So I don't I don't know what's going on, but um, I think his shot selection has been bad. But that's another story for another day. But mm-hmm. is yeah. he is he not getting catch and shoot threes like everyone else is supposed to be? Because um, I, I don't want him doing anything else other than that. I got to be honest with you. He does get a lot of catch and shoot where he's not shooting great. But I don't know if you've watched early on in the season. Like, he was, like, isoing people. 
a lot more than he should have. I'm not being funny. He really was. Like, if you watch Lakers Twitter, they were like, why is he, like, pulling up for three? I don't want Pat Bev ever doing that. That's because he makes said no they sense. hyped him up. They hyped him up. That's because he said. You saw the montage video when he came to LA. Yeah, he was like, we making you the playoffs. Like, you know what type of time he was on. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so AD's back tonight, too. AD's okay. back tonight. So, I he came off the bench. Him and Rui came in at the same time. I need AD to stay healthy. Like, whatever happens, this guy has got to stay healthy. Um, I don't know if it's possible, but we'll see. They're back tonight, though. They're playing the Spurs. It's a good little warm-up game. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see with that. <laughs> I wonder what the over and under is on how many games played before an injury. But. I know, right? Uh-huh. Probably like three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> um, speaking of the Spurs, we didn't talk about this, but a little bit of history for everybody. Um, 64,000 people were in attendance for the, uh, for the Spurs Warriors game at the, at the dome. Um, for, Cause Spurs had their 50th uh, anniversary of being a, a member of the NBA, and so they had their game against the Warriors at the at the Dome in San Antonio, and um, yeah, I think it was actually close to like sixty seven thousand people mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, um, but from watching the game, I would not be paying for one of those tickets. I was just about to ask That's that: Would you guys enjoy that experience? <laughs> Heavens, no. It sounded so <laughs> cool until you saw the pictures, and then yeah. it didn't make no sense. They look like I was ants. watching the game. I was like, "Oh, this is dope! This is dope!" While they're like around the court, it looks fire. But then when they do that super zoom out, and you're like, "Oh, they can't see anything at all." And then the the like big like projectors of the jumbotron is like pretty small. Um, yeah, it looked like. Mm- it didn't even look like a jumbotron. It looked like it was like some seventy inch. The only the only thing I could think of, of like a reason why I would go, is like everyone's situation is different, right? Like mm-hmm. some of us are able to go to games um, here and there, but somebody mm-hmm. may not be able to watch Steph play, and maybe me watching him, just being in the building, being like nine thousand feet away is an experience for me that maybe I just wouldn't get in a regular arena, you know? So that's the only thing I could think of. True. true but true. me personally, in my situation, I would just rather watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah. From 200,000 miles away yeah. with a better view. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If the tickets were like free and you got like a free hot dog, like with a... <laughs> like, and a Sprite. Free- yeah, and a Sprite. And free parking. <laughs> I will, in free parking, in a yeah, t-shirt, facts. and like one of those extra large free, t-shirts. Yeah, they free give parking. You. I would, I would do it. I would do it. They said some of the players were like wearing like crazy, like orange shoes and stuff, so like people could like pr- basically notice them from how far away. Now this is pretty cool though. I did re- was reading, and I forgot that when they did the All Star Game, um, I think it was 2010. They did the All Star Game. At the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, and they had a hundred and eight thousand people, so that was pretty cool. Um, but then there was also a game at the Georgia Dome when Michael Jordan played the Hawks on March sec on March twenty seventh, nineteen ninety eight. Sixty two thousand people. You know, I get that. That's Michael Jordan. Um, 
But mm-hmm. I that is some amazing crowds. I, honestly, for the players, that's got to be insane. Because there's a big difference going from like the 19,000, that most arenas hold to basically triple, you know, or quadrupling that. That's amazing. Yeah, that is that is wild. I um so for their for the Spurs 50th anniversary, um I looked up a couple of famous moments from uh from the dome, and um because everybody was looking back. So one of them I got is Jordan's Bulls versus the Twin Towers, uh, in March 1998. Um, Tim Duncan was making a name for himself uh, as the Rookie of the Year, and Michael Jordan was in hot pursuit of his sixth ring. Um, and second three Pete with the Bulls it was an iconic game there at the Dome. Uh, Tim Duncan's career high fifty three points uh, that was at the that was at the Dome also. Um, and then also another one we got from the Dome is uh, David Robinson's quadruple double. That was a that was at the mm. Dome too. So just looking at some some memorable moments. And the nineteen ninety six All Star game too was at a. Was at the dome as well. Do you think Tim Duncan? Do you think Tim Duncan wanted to score fifty three points? Do you think he was like uncomfortable? (laughs) (laughs) That's not the question. The question would be: Is that (laughs) is that the most boring fifty three points? Was it the most boring fifty three points ever scored? All bank shots. All bank (laughs) shots. Yeah, for sure. Even the free throws. People were like, (laughs) "No trash talk." People probably didn't even realize that he had fifty three. Oh, look, I have fifty three. Nice. Oh wait, wait, is it fifty three? I have fifty three points. Yeah, fifty three. You know, I always find it funny when people say like Tim Duncan was their not not like their best power forward, but when they say he's like their favorite player, and they always like just say because he was so. You've heard people say. You've heard people. Oh my goodness! Yes. And really? it drives me, and I like. I, I really haven't heard anybody. Say oh, you haven't heard nobody. I've heard I, people I say that that's their favorite of, player, and then a lot of Texas people. No, and then I used to hear a lot of people saying too, like they love the Spurs dynasty because they were so fundamental. And I'm like, that's just boring, dude. Come that. on, I, I get that. it, but I'm like, that can't. If I'm a kid from like New York, I'm, there's no way I'm falling in love with like the San Antonio Spurs. But I mean, Mondo was exciting. He was. Mondo was exciting to watch. He uh, was. That's that a was, good point. But do you think? Yeah. Do you think at your age now, if the Spurs, that same Spurs team, was around today, do you think you would appreciate them more? Not as not with Tim Duncan. No, no, no. I appreciate them. I'm just no, talking no, no, about no. I'm saying factor. like because for me as a kid, like I wasn't watching the Spurs. Like anytime they were on, I was like, ah, I'll watch cartoons or something. But. <laughs> I think now I would <laughs> I think I was more I think I'd be more like invested in watching their games just to see why I, they're so yeah. good. I rewatch a lot of their games to study like plays and different things that um come in the, some of the systems that like pop through in there. Uh-huh. So I'll study a lot of that, but I'm doing that more from just cuz I want to learn something. But if they played today, well, also, if Tim Duncan yeah. was the star player still, I'm still not paying as much attention, but if they were fundamental and Giannis was that player, and I'm getting a little <laughs> bit more like some excitement from it, then yeah, I would pay more attention if that makes sense. Tim Duncan has to start and do like, it for me. Tony, if you're an under, if you were an undersized guard at any point in in your life, then you were watching Tony Parker. So, I think that probably had like a lot of. He had all the all the all the short kings watching. I wasn't even a big Tony Parker guy. Like Manu, I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. love me some Manu. But yeah. I wasn't a big Tony Parker guy. I mean, listen, on this show, somebody's getting hate every week. Now for five weeks it was Trey Young and the Hawks. 
All of a sudden, we're on the Spurs. Now, the Spurs. now we're smacking on the Spurs, <laughs> and everybody's gonna be mad. All and the these Knicks up. are like a subplot. I feel yeah. like I feel like we're shoot I feel like we're shooting the Spurs a lot of bail, honestly. Like we said Mono was exciting, Tony Parker was uh probably an, an idol for some for some short p- players. Um what? Tony Parker just got a doc too. Did y'all see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I'm not gonna watch it. Is it that French <laughs> one? I don't, I don't care French at all. I, I watched I watched it. I watched it. it was Is awesome. it the one that's in yeah. French? Because um, he has one he has one that's in French too. Was it in French? I don't know. If it was, then I watched it dubbed. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was called Wee oui, Wee. Oui. Just yes, yes. Like, <laughs> nobody knows. I'm not watching a Tony Parker documentary. I, I don't I care. Now, I will I I'll say I would watch a Spurs documentary because they had a lot of interesting uh-huh. characters. Let me ask you guys this, though. How do you feel about Pop as a coach now? Because they had that dynasty rolling for many years. A lot of people like, and I'm just going to like say it like this. A lot of people will say, well, how do we know that Phil Jackson was a great coach? Some people say that. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I think it's a dumb mm-hmm. argument. But they'll say that because he had Jordan. He had Kobe. He had Shaq. He had Pippen. So how do we feel about Pop, who basically was killing it for years, but when his star players left, he hasn't done anything since? Um, I, I'll go ahead. Honestly, I think it, I think it says more about him, about his character, like, the fact that he's that he's staying there like during a rebuild and all of that like uh, a coach of his age that's you know not really something that you see a lot and so i think that like it just shows to his his character and his like love for the organization i think it's like i think it's a plus in his book to me honestly yeah wow, and you really took the good route go ahead no i think i think for me too <laughs> i was going to say just looking back at all the teams since Let's say Kawhi left. Um, there's not a Spurs team I can think of that I was like, wow, they really under underachieved. Like I've mm-hmm. I've never I I can't remember the last season I thought of the Spurs like being considered a favorite. So to me, I'm like, if that's the case, what is he? What can he really do? You know, you can only. You think it's on Pop as a as a coach? No, no, I think it's just the lack of talent they've been able to bring to San Antonio since Kawhi left. So what's the problem there though? Are they drafting wrong? Are they not- What do you think? What do you think the problem is, JD? You know, I don't know. I I've heard a lot of um theories about how Pop has a system and while players love him, um many people don't want to play like in his system and things of that sort. I don't know, but they're not going to attract free agents. So basically they're going to have to draft. And when Kawhi left, I feel like that was the pillar that just killed everything. Because they have drafted pretty decently, I would say. and But they didn't get a star star. I like the um, Murray, that, but they traded him to the Hawks. So unless you get um, our boy from Vic, how you say the last name? We need a nickname uh, for oh, Wimby. Been, oh, we're going Wimby. Unless they get Wimby, I don't know what they're going to do because... You're going to have to drive for three or more seasons before you really start to pick up the talent again. So. I like Keldon Johnson, too. I do like Keldon, but Keldon, Keldon to me, is a starter and nothing more. Like, No, yeah, no. yeah, He's not like the the centerpiece, but he's yeah. a piece, though. I like I him. I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, just do that in there. One day one day we're going to have to do our list of like top ten coaches, too. We're, mm. Top ten coaches. And then... uh. Another, well, I'll let you go ahead, Doss, because I was going to say, I know they're doing the All-Star game. 
I know they're doing the uh, oh. All-Star game now, and they're going to pick on the floor. We're going to discuss that a little bit. We need to do ours, too. We need to do our live draft on that. So if anyone hasn't seen, oh. every year, they um, the last five years, rather, the two captains of the East and West All-Star teams will pick their players live on TNT. But this year, they're going to do it live on the floor. And hashtag buys the side said it first because we definitely were we were talking about this and I got mad today. You said it. You said it. You said it. Yeah, I got mad today because they were showing Kevin, Kevin Durant said it like I guess a month ago too, and I was like, we said it before him, and I'm mad. To the Come on, Kevin. He, you know you listen. He was listening to yeah. us, but they get to pick it live he on the floor. It to the How do you guys feel about that? I like it. It'll um, be entertaining. Uh, yeah, I think it will be. It will be interesting to see who the last pick is, and I think people will be. Uh, I think people are going to be salty regardless. This is what's really funny. Rudy Gobert is not going to be an All Star this year, but can you imagine if the last three years they did this every year? Rudy would have been the last pick. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, that would have had me crack it up. But oh, I think man. it's going to be interesting to see who goes last because I know somebody's <laughs> going to be absolutely upset. No, definitely. I mean, I don't know how upset you can be. At the end of the day, you're still an all-star, and somebody has to get picked last. They're competitive, brother. They've never been picked last in their life. Yeah. I think it's naturally going to just turn into, you know, like a, you know, people's top whatever list, you know? So, if somebody, where people are in the draft is going to be discussed, I think, pretty in-depthly. This also would have been funny last year when James Harden got traded. If they would have did this last year and they, and Kevin Durant had to pick all his players live and had to leave uh, James Harden on the floor, that would have been hilarious. But they're not going to do it like on the court like you said it, right? It's going to be like... I think it's on the court. Oh, is it? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, they said they're not going to know it up until like the game. So... I think. Well, I figured. Like, I figured they, they would maybe still do it on TNT. Like you know how they sit there with Chuck and Ernie and Shaq and all them. Like they would just do so it. Players are gonna be at their seat. Like, what's the point of that though? We gotta do. We gotta make it a show. <laughs> we you gotta pick them live on the court. Up, it's like, funny because like they because I'm thinking about it. Like <laughs> they have to have two jerseys for everybody. Yeah, they have two jerseys for everyone. Maybe everyone wears like the same colored shorts or something. And then you just like toss them to them, like, oh, you're blue team or whatever color team it is. You're a white team. But it's kind of dope, though. No, yeah, it'll I know. Probably, it'll probably I be like two it. full uniforms for, for both. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think they're going to probably just do that. That's going to be interesting, though. I can't wait to see that. I think that's going to be that's gonna be better than the dunk contest. We already know. So, yeah. Yeah, I never thought I'd see a world where the three-point contest was more, like, I looked forward to it more than the uh, dunk contest. The dunk contest? Yeah, for sure. Nobody cares about the dunk contest. You saw Aaron Gordon said he would Don't start it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset when I'm I read excited. that. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for uh for Mac McClung. Yeah, Mac McClung should be a, a good. I think that'll be a, I think it'll be a good show. I just don't, I just don't know what he can do that we haven't seen before. Mm, I don't have know. Have you seen him? Yeah, dunk? He's got some yeah. Dunk stuff. Oh no, of course, but that oh but, that we haven't seen from him before. No, no, no. Just in the dunk contest in general. Like I don't think I oh. honestly I don't know if he can dunk the same way that Zach Levine can or even Aaron Gordon can. 
Uh, well, obviously not, but I that's think he can what, that's, do. But that's what I'm saying. Well, I think he can do more than them just because they don't practice as much as him. But as far as, like, jump as high as Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, like, no, it won't be as high. But I think he can just do more because he practices, like, those crazy dunks, like, his whole life. I don't know. I guess we'll I've seen see. a lot of his, like, I've seen a lot of his, like, his dunks you know why oh. though you know wait wait you know why he's seen a lot of it jeff because he played for the warriors no yeah because he was on the warriors he played for the, <laughs> he played for no. the warriors and so now now Nas has invested in his career oh i'm on to you buddy I saw, his, I saw his dunks in like high school <laughs> oh yeah no he was like a beast when he was yeah, in... I was like he's like <laughs> yeah he's like instagram famous <laughs> uh that but is... but yeah no that should be it should be interesting to see them uh, pick these guys, and um, there's. Oh, I feel like there's always just a team that's just like clearly better than the other team after they get picked, which makes it funny. But it is, and it's always it's, for the last five years. It's been LeBron's team because he hasn't lost. I'm not trying to be funny. Like when you look back, you can tell like he's game planned his picks, and the other person was just picking out of like for, for the fun of it. But we'll see. There's uh, a lot of people. There's a lot of people that are going to make All-Star this year. I think there's going to be a couple that are new. for That's going to be their first time. And I just still don't think Aaron Gordon should do it. I don't <laughs> think he's an All-Star. So. He's playing great. This is his best year. I just do not think he's an All-Star. Uh, speaking of LeBron, uh, I wanted to introduce this topic because I know people probably think that I love to hate on LeBron. Um, he just tacked off his uh, 40 points against every team in the NBA, which Ooh. is... Uh, very impressive. He's given every team in the NBA buckets. Every team in the NBA has gotten buckets from LeBron. So that's that's a that's another impressive stat to add to his uh, accolades. <laughs> that sounded so painful. That was that hurt no. you. If, I, if, if you can see Jeff's oh, face right I wouldn't now, have, I wouldn't have Jeff's said like, it. Jeff's like everybody was on me last week about like LeBron takes. So yeah, LeBron scored forty. He looks like he's in pain. Like he just doesn't want to do this at all. No, I wouldn't. Have, I, I didn't have to do it. I just I did it because it was it was it. an interesting stat. Um, but I also saw that uh, James Harden is one team away from doing that as well. And the only team he hasn't done it against is the Rockets, which makes sense because uh, he's only he only plays them twice a year now, and he was on the Rockets for the most of his career. So uh, James Harden could I don't know if he has any forty pieces left in him. He's not really that type of player anymore. Uh, mm. But maybe in a game where Joel Embiid is out, he'll he'll go for it. So that's, that's I gotta cool. be honest with you. I'm not surprised with the James Harden one, and he might be the only person I'm not surprised that he's that close. Maybe oh, wait, probably maybe Kevin Durant. Yeah, KD. Um, but Kevin Durant. James had one of the greatest stretches of offense. Like I'm not <laughs> surprised. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's crazy think, too because I'm I'm looking at it and it's like, it's not only forty pieces, but like. 60 against the Hawks, 45 against the Nets. He has, I look for like the higher, like 55 against the Cavs. Uh, he has 61 against the Knicks, 57 against the Grizzlies, 58 against the Heat, 51 against the Lakers and the Clippers, 60 against the Magic, 51 against the Sixers, 
51 against the, the Kings, 61 against the the Spurs, 56 against the Jazz, 59 against the Wizards. Like, oh my goodness. That's kind of crazy. That was LeBron, right? No, that, that was, was that was James Harden. That was James. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, that's a, that's a that's a cool stat. That's like uh that's one of those things where, you know, Everyone can say, every fan base can say, yeah, I remember that one game where he just went crazy against us. Where do you rank James, like, all-time offensively? Offensively? Ooh, that's a good question. Are we talking about just scoring or what he does just offensively? No, let's just go just scoring. Just let's just scoring? go just scoring. Yeah. Because mm. if we when we add playmaking, we're adding so many people. So if we're talking just scoring, like, are we putting him top five, top ten? Absolutely. Who who's he? Be- is he better than Kobe? A better scorer than Kobe? Uh, ooh. ooh, they listening? Oh my god! Is James Harden a better scorer than Kobe? Oh man! Is he a better scorer than LeBron? Yeah, I would say. You know what's funny? And this is something I'll say, and I hope it's not taken as hate, but like I've never seen LeBron as like a great scorer and when i say a great scorer i mean like like for example carmelo was a better scorer than lebron to me right or even someone like Mm -hmm. uh shaq shaq would average 30 points Giannis 30 points but i don't think they're great scorers they're just like they can score but it's just Mm -hmm. the, the the way that they score so i think um I don't know. To me, it's like you got to do like Mello, Kobe, T Mac, uh, yeah, Jordan. Uh, did I say KD? KD. Like those types of guys are like scorers, you know, like that type of score. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have to put James Harden in that top. If you but, even if he's not top five, like in top ten but, for sure. But is he better than Kobe? Is James Harden a nah, better nah, scorer nah, than nah, Kobe? Nah, 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 nah. Kobe was who had that killer mentality. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what separates him. Yeah, I, I think I would even, put Kobe. Even though ahead. even though James Harden was in Kobe mode for like a season or two. But, it was like three mm-hmm. seasons. Yeah, like he was mode. dropping forty uh, we were talking about it, he was yeah. dropping forty every night. But here's the crazy part. He had the three-point arsenal that Kobe didn't have. That's true. Yeah. But still, I, you know what's funny? After That's last week, I think I had Kobe at six. I had so many people mad at me, like, yeah. telling me I did Kobe wrong. I think if I said that James Harden was a better scorer than Kobe, like, people would be at my front door tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody's going to murder me in my sleep because they're not playing with Kobe. Yeah. The Kobe and, lovers are out here. Yeah, and that and it's funny because Kobe fans, and I'm including myself. I wouldn't say I'm like fanatic, you know, but like, oh, I, I love and appreciate Kobe. But that was even before his death. Like the mm-hmm. the people that rode for Kobe, it's not even like a yeah. you know some people their stock kind of rises after they pass. His stock was mm-hmm. the same before and after. So. uh yeah. Yeah, no, Kobe's oh, like Kobe fans ride for Kobe heavy. I think everybody kind of leveled out on like on Kobe after he retired. Like that last his last game, you could just feel everybody was just 
Team Kobe at that. Yeah, point. no, definitely, definitely. Well, I think the whole farewell tour, everyone's like, man, we just got to give it up yeah. to Kobe. Great career, right? Great career. Because right. I always, I never liked Kobe. Like I never, I never liked Kobe. Just how I came up, like, yeah, my my dad just was always like, we hate Kobe for yeah. all the so. Kobe lovers. Naj lives at twenty four thirty six. He's there. He's there yeah. during the daytime. Smack him down, y'all. Oh, so my whole real address? I know, right? I love it. Kobe might be, he's like my favorite. I think he's my favorite player to watch. So, like, I think LeBron was my favorite player just in general. But, like, just watching mm-hmm. highlights of somebody, Kobe is just, man, his game's on another level. Yeah. I didn't, I, but I didn't like Kobe because he was so good. That's, that's why I didn't like Kobe. But I, same, and because he played for yeah. the Lakers. So. That's why you don't like me, too, right? <laughs> no, I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so you trash. That's why we're friends. <laughs> I'm the boat. Hey, just remember, everyone. I won the ring on the boat. I was the three on three champion on the boat. He did. We have pictures. We have pictures. This is what I just want to say. What made me really we'll mad post it was on um, right. We'll I know. Post, we'll post the picture. <laughs> this is what made me mad. So that, like, when you win, they give you a little medal, and you you know you can put the medal you know around your neck. And, you know, I've and I've won trophies and stuff, and I, but it was just like a running joke for uh, the boat. Like we were wearing it around the boat, and then I went to the karaoke night, and the the winner of karaoke night, I turn around and where are they giving him the same ribbon and like, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, this isn't even special. How you gonna give the karaoke person and the basketball players the same exact reward? Did I did not feel hat? like it was right. Did you get a hat and a highlighter well, who do you too? Think, who do you think deserved like a, no, I a better reward? Uh, I, I Honestly, I felt like I needed a cash reward, you know, or a drink. Somebody, somebody who could sing? Somebody who could sing? Or somebody who could who? Uh, you tell me. Which one is more important in this world? <laughs> LeBron, I, LeBron. I I was, I, That's a trick question. Not, <laughs> I'm not gonna win. I'm not gonna lie. No offense I, I to all the singers like out there. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna I win was, this one. <laughs> I don't know. I like music a lot. I'm not so. gonna win this one. Yeah. <laughs> but for the the sole purpose of me, you know, uh-huh. I felt like I deserved a better reward. You know, I will That's say, cool. I will say, JD probably felt like a celebrity on the cruise because he won. You know, he had his medal and everything. But I, I just wanted to bring up this story. This is me doing a segue. Uh, I saw on the Pivot podcast. I don't know if you guys saw this quote from Kwame Brown. He said that being a bust is better because LeBron can't do what he can do. And what he meant was LeBron can't go outside and do normal things. Now... <laughs> I get I get I get his I get his point, right? Because if you look at it, Kwame Brown Kwame Brown made sixty-four million dollars in his career. So he's rich, right? And nobody cares who he is. So I get the idea because he gets to live a normal life. Honestly, Kwame Brown, if you walked by me, the only reason why I, he would catch my attention is because he's so tall. But I don't know if I would recognize him because his face doesn't like, isn't like implanted in my head like that. Um, but I get what he's trying to say. I just, I just think it's. Uh, I feel like everyone would take LeBron's life, though. He, he, I guess he, it just depends he, what you want. 
it can come off salty. Whenever you don't win a situation, people try to turn it into a win. Like, I, I don't know how to put it, but like, just because he's not, not he's got to like twist the story to why he's happy. Which, hey, I'm glad you're happy. I, and I, just I think, feel like you shouldn't say it out loud. Yeah, I think that's the thing, though. It's like, if you make it to the NBA, you win. So that's. That's a success story right there. So he was a bust for sure. Um, I looked at his numbers. His numbers weren't that bad. I think there's just some more pressure on him because he was the number one pick. Oh, um, for sure. But at the end of the day, like I said, he ha- he made sixty four million dollars in his career. He's not he's not a loser by any sense. So um, it just can, it just can come off a little salty when you say it like that. When you consider when you can com- compare both careers. What what year he was in? Two thousand one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, two thousand one, something like that. <clears throat> I mean, the fact that most most buzz we don't even hear about. So the fact that he's somehow still in the news. Granted, it may be because he's the biggest number one buzz of all time. Honestly, well, he's I only think... in the news when he says stuff like this. <laughs> That's true. Like I if he just Anthony... talked about his career, I don't think that episode would get that much publicity i can't even remember his name first name anthony bennett anthony bennett that went to cleveland as the number one pick that was the best the worst worst number one draft pick of all time yeah that was bad that was bad and thank goodness we traded him for kevin love i remember watching that draft and being like who and i and i don't watch college basketball like that but i was pretty familiar with a lot of the top guys that year and i was just like anthony bennett Who's that? I knew who he was because he had a good game in the tournament. Here's a okay. So Kwame was drafted number one. I'm just gonna list some of the other players drafted uh, that year. At number two, Tyson Chandler. Number three, Paul Gasol. Number four, Eddie Curry. Number five, Jason Richardson. Number six, Shane Battier. Um, Ron, uh, Joe Johnson at ten. Richard Jefferson at thirteen. Um. We got, ooh, man, a Zach Randolph at 19, Brendan Hayward at 20. So, oh, Jarrett Wallace at 25, too. Tony Parker at 28. Gilbert Arenas at 31. So, I think what makes it kind of worse is, oh, man, Earl Watson was in this draft, too, is that it wasn't like the Anthony Bennett draft where there actually wasn't, like, a lot of talent that draft. I don't feel like there was a lot in that draft compared to when Kwame went one, a lot of those dudes stayed in the league for years. Yeah. For years. And were known as really good players. Yeah, I guess the only thing that they can say that they didn't do is, like, there's no player that was, like, a generational player that came out of that draft or, like, a, um, you know, just a guy that you're like, wow, I can't believe we missed out on him. You know, there's a lot, but there's a lot of good players, though. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, that's what he, if he if he he makes his way into the news about three times a year. <laughs> Good for him. Hey, one last thing I wanted to talk about too, or that I had on my plate, is that they were um a lot of teams are going after two guards. Um so a lot of people are going after Fred Van Fleet, which I find Interesting because I don't know why so many teams are trying to trade for him because I don't think Toronto's gonna give him up. But there's a story on that some NBA sources believe that Trey Young is going to want out of Atlanta this year. 
And I know we are known as the Atlanta Hawks hater podcast in school. A lot of my boys hit me up from Atlanta. They they hate. Uh, but they're saying that a lot of people think that Trey's going to try to get make it work his way out of Atlanta, which I would find crazy because Murray just got there. And they think that because of his relationship with Clutch Sports that he's going to try to make his way to L.A. I think that's a stretch, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised so if he wanted for, out. For but who? trying to get to L.A. is kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Yeah, Unless they did some like crazy three-team trade or something. I just don't see it happening. Oh, I think there's Who's a way LA? there. Yeah. Who is L.A. giving up? Well, remember, they have all that money coming off the books in the summertime. And I don't think. And so they're going to have, they're going to keep AD and Braun and get Trey Young? Technically. Is Trey Young a free agent after this season or something? No. Well, that, so that's what I'm saying. Like, that that's probably the worst case scenario for the, the, like, maybe this year would be the year to maybe trade Russ for him because Russ is an expiring contract. But once the, that money comes off the book, how do you match the salaries for Trey Young? I think that would be the biggest uh, hurdle that the Lakers would have. Ask Clutch Sports. <laughs> <You didn't> <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, but even if they had like a draft capital, I could see it happening. But they don't even have that either. They so, will. They will next. They will after the draft. So they'll have three first round picks. So I think that's why Rob Pelinka has never made a draft uh, uh, or a trade right at the deadline. I don't think he's going to do it this year either. But after the draft, they'll have three first round pick, uh, three first round draft picks then. And I think they believe they can get somebody better in the offseason. But the money is really tricky out there. So we'll see. But a Trey Young ass out of Atlanta, I will find that incredibly crazy because he did everything he could to get Murray there. And then uh, John Collins has been obviously in the trade rumors for about 25 years now. Yeah, so the, the day he walked through the door. He's been they've been trying rumors. to trade him. And nobody wants his contract, which is crazy. I don't think he's that bad of a player, but it is like $25 million a year. And nobody's going to – I don't think nobody really wants him at $25 million a year. Yeah, I think the problem with John Collins is, is like what is he good at? What could you say like makes him stand – like obviously he's an athletic, but besides that, like skill-wise, what is he good at? Catching alleys from truck. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I let him, I let him people are screaming. Up there. <laughs> Is he like discount Kenyon Martin at this point? Like what? Oh. <laughs> no, just, I'm, that's actually not a horrible. <laughs> I'm actually not mad at that. If you're being honest. You know what? I always said, uh, speaking of Kenyon Martin, I always felt like if Miles Bridges would have not ruined his career, I always felt like him and LaMelo would have been the new kid in uh, Kenyon Martin, even though Miles Bridges is more skilled. But I always felt like that would be like the 2020 ver- 2020s version of that. Really? Yeah. I just think there's oh. this similar, similar style, similar. Please, I, I, I don't think the Hornets deserve our time or attention. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it. They're trash. And unless they get a top three pick, they will remain trash. It's not, you can, it's just the truth. Like, hey man, it's just the truth. It's just the truth. I think we all agree. Hey man, say man. Um, That's it. So, uh, another thing I wanted to kind of bring up. Uh, so, I kind of have a problem with these. 
I don't know if you guys have seen like on your Instagram. You know how Instagram will suggest posts or you know stuff that you don't really want to see on your Instagram, but like they kind of like squeeze it in there to see if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sometimes I like sometimes I'll go on Facebook to see like what my family's up to, and I'll have mm-hmm. like certain pages like NBA pages come up, and they kind of take these like stats that they kind of cherry pick stats and like turn them into memes just to get like reactions you know and this one got a reaction out of me and i didn't appreciate this at all it says 34 year old russell westbrook has a higher field goal percentage than trey young Lamelo ball jalen green clay thompson fred van vliet westbrook shoots better from the field than you guys favorite players and I almost threw my phone out the window when I saw that. <laughs> they put Westbrook Westbrook in quotes to make it even worse. What what bothers you about that, Jeff? The fact that Russ takes less <laughs> shots than all of them. He takes less significantly less threes than all of them. So I mean, if you're yeah, if you're comparing him to guys who play on the perimeter, when Russ his entire career has been like <clears throat> a guy who shoots around the basket and has always been really good at that, at driving to the basket, mm-hmm. then of course his field goal percentage is going to be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. We are yeah, not about to talk about Russ. Russ has played great. We all. Oh, I- no, this isn't what? me. This isn't, this isn't me hate. saying Russ this is, is bad. This is more. This is more stat. No, no. Yeah, this is Russ. like we're not the... hating on Russ today. There's no hating on Russ today. All right. No, the, hate, not, the world has hated on Russ a long enough. All right. Russ has a better shoot uh, field goal percentage than your favorite player, Jeff. How you feel now? Your favorite player. How you feel? Listen, man. How does it feel? Listen, man. Shout out Russell Westbrook, man. Well, Jason Tatum wasn't on the list, so maybe your favorite player is is safe. Yeah, mm, I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of uh, another thing about Russ, so um, I was watching that Lakers. Was it Lakers? Yeah, Lakers Blazers game actually on my way back. I was watching Lakers it on the plane. Good, actually, and uh, one thing I noticed on the floor was that. There was an ad for Damian Lillard Toyota, and I had no idea that Dame had a a car dealership. So it made me wonder, like, who else has a car dealership? <laughs> and Russell Westbrook also has a car dealership. Russ. Russell Westbrook Chrysler Dodge <laughs> Jeep Ram. And Russ's car uh, car dealership is better than your favorite player's car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know because you know, like you know who else has a, you know, LeBron, you know who, you know, no, Kia, <laughs> Michael, Michael Jordan, Nissan, ah, mm. ah. Mm. the goat basketball player and car dealer, but not owner, <laughs> but not owner. Is he the Michael Jordan of car dealership owners? <laughs> In fact, he is. <laughs> he has no choice to be. <laughs> I don't know if I'm if I'm going with what I'm going with the Jeep. So, hey Russ, looks like you're winning on and off the court. <laughs> Shut Can up, you imagine Russ. like Draymond is like he owns like a scooter company or ATV company. He's not even on that level. He's got to have something small. All these players, they all have. They all. <laughs> own- <laughs> Where did the random Draymond shot? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> is Russ is our Russ and Michael Jordan on the same level now? <laughs> is that what we're Draymond saying? has like a he's a he's a small frozen yogurt store. <laughs> and oh my goodness, Draymond has like a, a socks oh. store. I feel like everyone's just selling <laughs> wine and uh wine and liquor nowadays, like CJ and Kevin Love and all of them. But Does, doesn't Melo have his own wine too? Yeah, Melo does too. They honestly, all, they honestly all probably do, but hey, that's what you can do when you play in the NBA. The yeah, different so, avenues. Uh, another thing I had was: Did you guys see uh, people criticizing Brandon Ingram over not playing with a was it like a big toe contusion, which is like a a toe bruise? And I saw people like are upset about it because they feel like he can play through the injury, but. I saw people. I saw people saying that like, they've had a bone, uh, a toe bruise, and that's no joke. So I don't know who to believe. Is it like turf toe? No, it's not turf toe. Okay. And that's why people were upset because they're like, it's not even turf toe. Mm. I'm he not like it. Twenty. He just came back tonight. He yeah. Twenty nine games, which is a very long time, and he's yeah. really messing up my finals Ooh. prediction because <laughs> I expected him to have a higher seed than this, and he hasn't been playing him and Zion. As long as they're healthy for the playoffs, I, I, I think it's still when did, alive. When did he get the When did he get the toe contusion? I guess twenty nine games ago. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah i i i get I get the hate. Then I don't know. That's that's a little too long. I was gonna say like, you know, a really bad bruise something can be you know like as bad as like a as like a, a sprain or something like that. Cause that's what turf toe is, right? Turf toe is like a sprain. He at in your in your toe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think turf toe is a sprain. And so a bruise can feel like that. It just shouldn't last as long as a sprain should. But twenty nine games is ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's hard I'm... for fans to understand some fans to understand some of the injuries because you do hear <laughs> a lot of fans telling players or talking about how players should play through certain injuries. But I mean, so it's hard to distinguish which ones are players just sitting out and resting, doing the the Kawhi treatment, and then who's really injured. But I think when you miss twenty nine nice. games, you're probably really injured. That's a long time. You'd hope. Twenty nine games is is a minute. Well, that that also made me think about like LeBron is on the verge of breaking Kareem's scoring record, right? And I started thinking about it, and I'm like, when LeBron breaks his <laughs> LeBron JD smirks. When LeBron breaks this record, will it ever be broken? Because players just don't play enough games anymore. They there's I think I think the only way. Because I think players are scoring at a much higher rate, right, than players in the past, even when like from when LeBron started playing. But one, LeBron's health is what stands out. Like he didn't miss many games. And two, I mean, he also started from high school, so that helped as well. But players just aren't like anything. They'll sit out for anything at this point. Like what records will be broken from like, you know, like I feel like. If you're not playing, we're just going to have to, I, I don't know, we're going to have to judge them on like a different scale or something because the, the record books just won't reflect it in the same way. I don't know. Flashback to last week, Notch. You're proving my point. Now I'm just playing with you, Jeff. Uh, here, 
No one is breaking this record. But it ha- let me tell you why. Because they asked Luca the other day, and Luca said, I'm not breaking it because I'm not playing that long. That's right. 20 years. Mm-hmm. Not too many people. But the real reason nobody's breaking it is because LeBron isn't going anywhere for like four more years. So he's at 38 right now. And he's probably going to get to like, I can see him really ending at like 43,000 points. 43, 44,000 points. That's crazy. Yeah, if so, he keeps scoring at the same rate, yeah, it's not. It's going to be impossible to beat. And I Kevin mean, I still, Durant, I, I still think even if he just breaks it now and just never scores a point again, I don't think it'll be broken. Kevin Durant is someone I think could do it, but the the honest uh, truth is, with, he misses yes, too many exactly. games. With his injuries, Ooh. I there's no way he lasts as long as LeBron lasts. I don't think, at least. But um, even I don't think then, Curry's gonna do it. But even if he did. I still don't think he could do it because he's missed so like he missed an entire season. LeBron has never missed an entire season before. I know, oh, I know, but Ke- Kevin Durant is still. Um, if you look at his numbers, like I think he he passed him and LeBron passed like fourteen thousand points, whatever it was. Years, if you notice, they've been on the same pace per games. Like so, he he's really, but he's just. I'm saying more so in five years, will Kevin Durant really be like all? Almost out of the not out of the league, but really going downhill because he's had so many injuries. Curry, you think about Curry, his first seven years, he wasn't even scoring like that. So he's he's out of the race. Carmelo was close, he's gone now. Um, you know, I can people like Luca, he's already said it, I'm not playing that long. So I don't know. I think a lot of people, if you had to put your money on anybody, is if if Wendy, the number one pick, comes out and he's just who we (laughs) think he is. Yeah, but he would still have to play forever. That's what I'm saying. He's seven. So that that tall, you think he's going to be how? So, yeah, KD is 14th and he needs a little less than 12,000 points to catch up to Kareem. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's at 14 right now. Yeah, he's 14th. He's going to pass. He's going to be in 13th by like once he comes back. Um, yeah, yeah, like, give him, like, four or five games. He should be in 13th. What, how many points total is that, though? How many points does he have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 26,684. Sheesh. That's still a lot for yeah. somebody who's missed, like, complete seasons. Can yeah. you imagine if he didn't have as many injuries? He would be, he'd be knocking up there, too. Well, yeah, well, he, he hasn't even played a 1,000 games yet in his career, which is interesting because he's been in the league for 15 Ooh. years. Oh, a thousand regular season games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's very interesting. I mean, honestly, I think I can see Kevin Durant and LeBron James retiring around the same time. So mm. I just don't see how he passes them. No, yeah, no, he's he's not he's not doing that. You don't think somebody mm-hmm. like Tatum has a chance? I think Tatum has a chance to be like top five. Tatum. He came, he came in early scoring. Tatum, maybe. Yeah, right now maybe him. He's probably the only one because yeah, like you said, he he came in hot and he's been he's been one of the healthier superstars. Um, so maybe yeah. we'll see. I mean, it's tough, man. That's a tough record to break. What's crazy? I think LeBron just passed Magic in assist. So I yeah, I think he's top five in assist now or something like that. He's he passed Magic in assist not too long ago. I'll tell so you still, right now. Go ahead, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so he's sixth right now um, with a total of, let's see, he has 10,308 assists. John Stockton has 15,806. Do you think he breaks it? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, Jason Kidd is second, 12,091. Yeah, he'll pass Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson is fifth. He only needs 27 assists to pass him. Um, Oh, no, he only only needs 28 to pass uh, Steve Nash. So he could go into fourth by the end of the season. And then Chris Paul is ahead of him by like over 1,000. And Chris uh, so Paul, he may not, Chris he Paul may not still catch playing. Chris. Yeah. yeah, he may not catch Chris. But top four, I mean, that's whew, that's yeah, that's really. If you impressive. end top, if you end, I wonder where he is in rebounds. Can we? Hey, look up what he is in rebounds, real quick. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. <laughs> yeah, he's not even. He's thirty second. Okay, yeah. but if you end your career number one in points and top four in assists, all that is that. You're, we're just, you know, we're that's just bragging greatness. about how, that's, that's greatness. greatness. Yeah, that's greatness. That's just man. crazy. That's a crazy. But shout out to John Stockton because yeah, that boy was diamond. <laughs> he was hitting. Everybody. Did you even shoot, John? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the guy who has a layup and he still passes. Like John, shoot yeah. the layup. No, yeah. I got it. <laughs> you shoot. But I have to set an great. unbreakable record. <laughs> that all of that, for, but. No chip. Speaking of uh, not passing, I want to bring this up. What's up with Ben Simmons, man? Do we still need to give him time, or like, what is it? Did I not do a rant on this like two months ago? No, no, no. We need to do it again because I thought it would get better, like marginally better. He's averaging eight points per game, seven rebounds, eight assists. He's taking six field goals per game. Six. That's what makes that's what makes you mad. And then check this out. Ben Simmons has shot 49 for 132 from the free throw line in his last 50 games of NBA basketball. The 37.1 hit 37.1 percent hit rate is worse than Ben Wallace's mark of 41.4, the worst in NBA history. Yeah, that that Benjamin doesn't make me mad at all. No, that doesn't make me mad. You know what makes me mad? He makes $35 million. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that's, He makes, he makes he was, 37 next year. He makes 40 the year after that. If he was making thir- uh, $11 million, $12 million a year, I wouldn't care. Because he plays good defense. Clearly, he's a. I mean, he's averaging, you know, like Draymond triple single numbers, which is good. But like, not for thir- not for forty million. Yeah, that's what, that's what. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I'll take it at twelve million, but at forty million, absolutely not, my brother. Absolutely. Let me tell you not. something. The next time my job says <laughs> you're underperforming, I'm gonna say, do you know who Ben Simmons is? Because it's obvious that you can underperform and be overpaid, and that's what we are aiming to do out here. Because that dude, he makes me so mad. Because what? I still don't get how you can be this far to your career. And not shoot. The only thing I would advise you, JD, is you don't sign a contract before you uh, 
before you start your job. It was hypothetical. <laughs> I'm just saying for all the people listening, please don't use it. As a, you don't get to have a good year at work and then sign a contract for like 500000 and say, all right, uh, now I can chill. I'm locked in. Yeah. <laughs> ben Simmons like secured the bag. I'm never touching the ball again. He didn't even show up for a whole year of work and still got paid. Yeah. I saw I saw a clip where uh, Kyrie would like got double teamed and there was like three seconds left on the clock and he passes it to Ben Simmons and Kyrie goes shoot it because he knows Ben Ben never thinks about shooting the ball ever ever he got benched I think in that Warriors game and he got upset that he got benched and I think the coach is just like bro like you're not like you're a liability at this point because. You're so easy to guard because people know you're not even trying to shoot. At least try. I feel like this is just getting super old, but I just I just hate to see it, man. Especially knowing what he's yeah. capable of. It's out of control. And what makes me angry too, his contract includes a 15% trade kicker. Oof. So nobody's taking him. The Nets don't even want him. I, I really don't even know... <laughs> what his purpose is <laughs> i'm very confused and yeah. it's funny i just was <laughs> i just was thinking now right now about um i remember a couple of years ago well this is like probably 2016 um i was watching i was listening to to the ringer with uh bill simmons and he was talking about how uh his son's name is ben simmons mm-hmm. And he was talking about Ben Simmons, like, coming up, and he was like, yeah, like, Ben Simmons is, like, you know, arguably, he's probably going to be one of the best players of all time. And, you know, my son's name is Ben Simmons. And, like, I don't know, it's going to be cool. It's going to be kind of like my son's name is, like, LeBron James or, like, my son's name is Michael Jordan or something like that. It's going to be, it's going to be, like, a lot of pressure for him when he as he grows up. And just thinking about that now, it's like... Yeah, nah, listen, man. Your son is gonna be <laughs> Bill Simmons. I know you listen to like your son never has to be good at basketball because yeah, at he all. can he can brick as many shots as he wants and he will live up to his name. Hey, you tell you tell yeah. him he should have named his son Kwame Brown because that's the same level. <laughs> <laughs> the same I just level. remember that episode so vividly where he was just like, "Yeah, it's gonna be wild." Like my my son is gonna be like named after one of the best players of all time. <laughs> Man, oh, I I always uh, said I, there's still time. There's still. Time. <laughs> I always said I mentioned this um, when it came with to Ben Simmons. Whenever I see a player in college whose uh, college team isn't that great, it always worries me because if you're supposed to be that guy and your team isn't good, like it's easy to carry a team in college, and if your team doesn't even make the tournament, that's like. Very worrisome to me. I felt the same way about Markel Fultz. I'm like, you didn't even make the tournament? So Hey, shout out to Markel Fultz though. I like Markel Fultz. Markel is Markel is is a boy. I like um, Markel Fultz. It once he come back. I think he doesn't get the the, the love he deserves. Is he uh, back? He's not back though yet. Back. No, he is, he is. He's been playing. He's been he's been back for a minute. I I think he's like Oh my goodness. Has I he saw, been back I this saw whole a time? stat. I was gonna say I saw a stat where they were like he's somebody. He played tonight. He had thirteen they points. They're saying he's been playing wow, man. Like that's seven, he's been quiet. Yeah, I mean oh, he, that that's actually something I wanted to bring up. I was watching the Magic play 
Um, they just beat the Celtics uh, two days ago. Um, they actually beat us in the season series. I think 3-1. Orlando has a lot of good players. I think the only issue they may have is just the fact that they have too many guys. And I don't know if they'll be able to keep them together. But um, you think about it, they have Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, all at guard. Then you have Mo Wagner. You have Bo-bo. his brother, Franz Wagner, Bobo, uh, Paolo. You have Mo Bamba. You have Wendell Carter. You and have Isaiah like, came back. Yeah, yeah. So it's like these guys are going to need minutes at some point, especially like as you get better, the minutes start to shrink for the other guys. No, I think this is a really good problem. Yeah, so with Orlando, I really think you just pick your best three. We know it's going to be Pablo. Maybe it's one of the, uh, you know, you keep the Wagner brothers, and you got to pick which guards you want to keep. But you can use those other pieces to really go out and get solid either veterans or another star. Uh, I think it's always a good thing when you have a, a, a lot of good young talent because you can pick, keep some, trade some, and end up with a better team. You think about uh, the Hornets. I don't like talking <laughs> about them. But they have they don't have a lot of talent on their team, so they're kind of stuck, right? They just don't have a lot of pieces like that, especially since Bridges isn't there anymore. So there's not a lot. So I rather I think that's a good problem to have. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think to me, maybe you keep. I think I would prioritize keeping uh, Paolo. I would prioritize keeping Bull, uh, Franz, and uh, which guard? Which guard are you keeping? I think I'm taking Cole Anthony. Me too. Yeah. The rest can go. And then I think you surround them with vets because you need vets to teach you how to win. 110% agree. I I, I think that's got to be your main way. If you put some vets around them, I think – I actually think in about two seasons, they're a threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, them and OKC are – yeah. I think starting OKC, to knock on the door. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah. if whoever is trying to, I don't think they're going to be championship contenders, but whoever's trying to win, just like do it now because there's going to be someone else in your way. Yep, so, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. All right, wait before we end. To I don't have a minute of bias because I didn't write about it, but if you guys just have a second, I just had to say one thing that's really bugging me. And I'm very annoyed at. And that is, and I'm going to read what it says. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw this too, and it made me upset. Netflix plans to officially end password sharing in oh, March. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life because I refuse. <laughs> <That's> to- <laughs> the- <laughs> end rant. End rant. Everyone knows the pain I feel right now. Everyone knows the anger I feel. Because I guarantee half of you don't even pay for your own Netflix bill. Absolutely. I know people who, like, have people that they don't even talk to anymore. Like, they have their Netflix. Like, they were friends or they dated at one point, And now they have their Netflix and they just had it ever since. Yes. And so this is disgusting. And Netflix should be ashamed. I think they'll see. I think they'll feel the effects of it. Because... A lot of people are just going to give up on it. And Netflix is more expensive than it used to be, too. Yeah, it's like $87 now. 
You know, we, nobody has time for this. Eighty-seven dollars <laughs> a year. <laughs> anyway, that's what made me mad. Nah, I, I agree. It's it's a it's a it's a travesty, man. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> nah, do you got anything you want to rant about? Um, Curry's back. What do I have anything that I want to rant about? I got oh, how about how about this? The Netflix Warriors haven't won a road game. Be about basketball. Um, <laughs> I had something. That's not even true. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I had something. If you if you need time to think, uh, JD. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, uh, Nige. Um Every time I go to the beach, I'm just reminded about how much I hate sand. Sand gets everywhere, and I went to a lot of beaches on this cruise and. Now every bag I have has sand in it. Every sandal and the sandals that went in my bag transferred to my sneakers. My clothes have sand. My bathing suits have sand. And my bathing suits. It's just listen, man. It's just it's not it's not good, man. It's not good. I just don't I can't I like going to the beach because it's nice, the sun is out, swimming in the waves, you know, especially in the in the Caribbean, the the clear waters, you know, I love it. But then I get back home and I got to deal with all the sand. So I think you just, I think you just might be bringing too much stuff out there. I think we should mention that Jeff went over a minute, and it, it really feels like I'm the only one that ever stays in the time frame. You know, I, I'm the only one that stays under a minute. Stop! 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 <laughs> that stop. felt like forty seconds. But <laughs> that it didn't. It didn't feel that long. Did you time him, JD? Uh, yeah, it was, it was about about two minutes. No, it was not. You <laughs> <laughs> lied. lied crazy. <laughs> but yeah, maybe you're just bringing too much stuff out to the beach, man. Like, not even if I it, listen, man. There's just way more sand than stuff. So it doesn't matter how much stuff I bring. The sand is just gonna it's gonna be there, and that's that's just the issue I face. But you know, yeah. What can I say? Oh, I understand. I understand. Um. My my I, I I got one I got one. Let's see. Let's see. You ready to 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 cue it up? And go. All right. So mine is about uh, just gas tanks not being big enough, man. You know, I um, <laughs> I was driving today and I uh, I ran out of gas on the uh, on the freeway. Um, my gas light was on when I began this uh, this journey, but you know, like I'm not gonna lie, in the last like two minutes of that trip, it drastically went down, like really far. So like the whole time, it's like kind of ticking down or whatever, and this is like the digital one or whatever, and it's like getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But it kind of just like evaporated all in like two minutes of traffic, and I got I ran out of gas on the freeway. Had to run, get a gas tank and all that type of stuff, fill up the car. It was a lot. It was a lot. And um, I think Jeep needs to really work on that because, come on, bro. That's not cool. Your car was like, wow. oh, oops, my bad. Uh, you did that in, in 58 seconds. That was impressive. Buzzer beater. <laughs> Jeff could really learn from you and, and me just, on how to stay <laughs> under a minute. 
<laughs> I think this lesson is just eyes, for you. I saw JD's. I saw JD's eyes start to get big, so I was like, "Let me just." <laughs> let me, let me there was way more to the story, but he was like, "No, I can't." Yeah, right. I had way. But more just so everyone knows, this is how I am in real life, though. Like, if I tell my wife, I'm like, "Hey, can I talk to you like for a second? That's a five oh. to ten minute conversation. Like, I, I, nothing. Yeah, I don't do anything in the short conversation. It's always long winded. But Nash, that was acceptable. Now, and that was a good reasoning too, because it is it is hard out here. Yeah. And them California gas yeah. prices are like fifteen dollars a gallon. So, mm. yeah, yeah, out of control. It is out of control. About five, honestly. Because mm. I I really did walk and I paid for one gallon. Keep, after keep the time that. going, JD. I'd buy. No, 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 no. <laughs> One minute never mind, never mind. and one y'all second. See how easy it is, Dodge? Never, 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 never mind. Y'all started adding stuff to the conversation. Of course, I can keep talking about it. <laughs> one minute, five seconds. No, no, no. no. <laughs> finish, though. Finish, though. Finish. Yeah. Finish, though. But start at the time. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, it. Nah, that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> Shoot. And Jeff is like aggressively putting on chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, enjoyed yeah. it, fellas. Enjoyed it. This is a, a good episode. Really good episode. Always a pleasure talking with the guys. Um, but yeah, this has been an, another episode of Bias Aside. Please like, share, subscribe. Send it around to all the homies. Post it on the, uh, on the gram. Post it on Twitter. Post it on wherever you, you got socials. Um, text to your grandma. Uh, that's what we've actually learned is that the um, people's grandma's listening has been our, our highest, uh, one of our highest rated uh, listeners. Yeah. So that's been really cool. So if you have... Uh, if you have uh, grandparents, just send them. Send yeah, them. even if it's like uh, someone who's we really appreciate even it. if it's someone who's like your grandparents, like send it to them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them yeah too. exactly. No, it, it would really help. Um, and yeah, send us money through no. <laughs> <laughs> Cash App is in our bio. <laughs> Cash App is <at> <laughs> But nah, nah. Thank y'all so much. We love y'all. Um, tapping with us. Uh, we want to hear what y'all what y'all thought about the episode. We want to hear what y'all thought about our takes. Um, we love hearing that. We send it around a group message and and talk about y'all privately um, with only love and and, and please guys, please. I know you like to text us like good episode and stuff, but just go on Instagram and put it in the comments. You know, like in the yeah, like this. There's nothing wrong with some engagement on our, on social media. You know, so Facts. we we would appreciate that as well. Throw it in Thank the comments. You. Throw it on your story. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? Exactly, exactly, do, exactly. Do whatever. Do whatever. Exactly. But all right. With all that being said, we out. Boat out. boys, out. <laughs> <laughs>